Blog Talk Radio. listening to Global Gospel. Stay tuned and be blessed.
bless you. Good afternoon. This is your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and you are listening to Global Gospel. Intro song, Jesus Will, Nita Wilson, he can, and he will, he said he would, and we thank God for Jesus, because there's no other name given under heaven whereby we men must be saved, but at the name of Jesus, there's power in the name of Jesus, and we thank God for the name of Jesus, we thank God that we can call on him, and he will uh, answer prayer, and he will be there for us, and we thank God for the shedding of his blood, because without the shedding of his blood, there would be no remission of sin. Jesus can, and he will, no matter what you're going through on today, whatever you experienced on this week, whatever happens tomorrow, Jesus will uh, work it out for uh, your good and for his glory. Uh, once again, we thank God for all of our listeners in the north, the south, the east, and the west. We thank God for our listeners in the United States. We thank uh, God for our listeners in Canada, uh, throughout the country, California, Illinois, New York, um, Florida, uh, Pennsylvania, wherever you may be. And we have uh, people listening across and over the seas, Australia, Canada, uh, Kenya, uh, Norway, South Africa, Turks and Caicos, Jamaica, uh, India, Australia, we thank God for each and every one of you, and we uh, pray that uh, God's uh, blessings will be upon your life as you continue to listen to Global Gospel. We are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All our shows are archived. You can go back and listen at any time, and we encourage you to go back and listen over and over in case perhaps you have missed something. If you would like to contact Global Gospel, you can write us at P.O. Box 5331, Hempstead, New York, zip code 11550. Our phone number, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can call us at 516-481-3187. If you would like to email us, you can email us at globalgospel17 at gmail. Dot com. We are also on social media, so if you look up Global Gospel on Facebook, you will see our page there. If you look us up on Instagram, you will see the, us there as well. And if you look us up on Twitter, you will see there, us there as well. We encourage you to uh, just visit our page. Uh, we post uh, messages of encouragement and scripture from time to time, as well as the links to uh, the show's. And we just want you to shout us out, leave us a message, you know, send us a song request, you know, uh, just let us know that you are listening. Just say hello. So we thank God for each and every one of you. Our theme here at Global Gospel comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And it's it's uh, so much uh, can be said in that one statement uh, about the about the lost and the gospel. What is the gospel? The gospel is good news. It's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. So the gospel isn't for just for you. It's not just for me. It's for everybody across the country, across the world, black, white, rich, poor, you name it. The gospel is there to heal you, to deliver you, to save you, to set you free, to encourage you, 
to bring you out of a state of oppression, to bring you out of depression, to uh, bring you out of a suicidal state. The gospel is there that you might have life. Jesus said, I can come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. The gospel is there for abundant life. It talks about the life of Jesus Christ. It tells us how he was born of the Virgin Mary, how he lived, how he, uh, he, how he was crucified, how he hung on Calvary for your sins and mine, how he died, but most importantly, how he got up with all power in his hands, with the victory over death, hell, and the grave. And we know that today he is seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for you and I. He said, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is truth. He's the light shining in the midst of darkness. So we thank God. We pray that everyone is encouraged uh, as, we, as you listen uh, to the songs uh, as you listen to the scriptures, as you listen to the word, um, you know, I will be back uh, later with a message. If you uh, read the title, uh, the title simply says a blessed man. So we'll be talking more about that uh, when I come back. Uh, so we do want you to consider uh, the scripture Psalm uh, 1 and 1. At this time, uh, we just want to remind all our listeners that we do not own the rights to any music. Um, and we do want to remind you all that it is Black History Month. And so we do want to remember the contributions of African-Americans in this country and around the world. And there's so much that can be said um, about uh, Black History Month, about how African-Americans have contributed to society how they have considered, contributed to science and to medicine and to technology. Uh, there's so many uh, things as we look at different um, posts and uh, articles through the week and over the past couple of days. There are so many things that I just didn't know. And um, also I was reading also about um, people don't realize that uh, gospel music, what it is today, has gone through so many different transitions and I think maybe perhaps on next week, well, we'll de dedicate a segment. We'll talk a little bit about gospel music. I'm going to play a little bit of classic gospel music uh, later on in the show. And we can hear that because gospel music has evolved over the years. And also, um, I do I was reading this week about uh, the Fisk Jubilee Singers and the Jubilee style of singing. And um, that's a story in itself of how uh, African-Americans began uh, expressing uh, music post-Civil War, post-slavery, uh, and the beginning, late part of the 19th century and the early part of the 20th century, but we'll talk more about that later. Uh, Kelly Price sings a hymn of the church. I don't know about tomorrow. I just live from day to day. Stay tuned and we will be back. I don't know about tomorrow I just live from day 
shine For it's sky May turn to gray And I don't worry About my future For I know What Jesus said And today He walks beside me For He Well, I ahead many things about tomorrow. I don't seem to sunshine for its skies may turn to gray i don't worry over the future for i know what jesus said and today i walk beside him for he knows what is ahead many things about tomorrow i don't seem to understand but i know who holds tomorrow and i know who holds my hand we need to know who holds tomorrow and who holds our hand and certainly we don't have to think take any thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow will take thought for the things of itself. Psalm 1 and 1 says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree, Planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, 
but the way of the ungodly shall perish. That was Psalm 1, verse 1 through 6, the entire Psalm 1. It's a very uh, familiar passage of scripture, one that most of us are familiar with, and it is a it is can be considered a uh, go-to uh, scripture for us. But what I want to look at on this afternoon is um, that this particular psalm, while it gives us a comparison, tells us uh, what about a blessed man and blessed is the man. But in that uh, beginning part, where it tells us, uh, it gives us three scenarios. And we see, uh, we see a visual, the psalm writer gives us a visual of a person that is walking. It gives us a visual of a person that is standing. And it gives us a visual of a person that is sitting. What does it mean to walk? Walk can be defined as to move at a regular pace by lifting and setting down each foot in turn never having both feet off the ground at one time or at the same time. What does it mean to stand? Stand to have or maintain an upright position supported by one's feet. What does it mean to sit? To adopt or be in a position in which one's weight is supported by one's buttocks rather than one's feet. And one's back is upright. And so we should look at what does the scripture tell us about walking? Or what does the scripture say to us about walking? Because there's so many things that the scriptures tell us. And we can always come up with our own interpretations. But uh, Ephesians 5 and 2 says, And walk in love as Christ also has loved us and has given us himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savior. This is just simply telling us here to uh, walk in love. And what is love? God is love. And certainly you have to have a relationship with God in order for us to uh, love one another. And certainly uh, love is a part of the, is one of the attributes of the fruit of the spirit. So we have to, the Bible tells us to walk in love. And actually, if we read the whole fifth chapter of Ephesians, it will tell us uh, how to walk and how not to walk. Um, it, just like uh, Psalms, uh, it's in almost like an extension of Psalms 1. And we read down further in Ephesians, uh, that same fifth chapter, and we read verse 14 through 16, it says, Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. And then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. And certainly all we have to do is look around at the world, look at the news, and we can tell that the days are evil. And so the Bible here is admonishing us to walk uh, circumspectly. Uh, not as fools. And it gives a comparison about fools. And what do we know about a fool? The Bible says that a fool has said in his heart, 
there is no God. And so people that have no reverence of God, no fear of God, no respect or no acknowledgement of God, they will say anything. They will do anything. They don't care how they treat people. They don't care how they treat you. They don't care how they treat family, neighbors or friends, uh, because there is no honor among uh, thieves. And certainly uh, if you are not walking in the uh, direction of Christ or in the ways of Christ, uh, you are a thief and a robber. And there's no way, other way to put it. So the Bible says here to uh, walk circumspectly, walk upright, walk uh, straight. Uh, don't uh, get involved and entangled in the things of the world. Don't get involved in corruption. Uh, don't walk. If you're not, the opposite of walking in love is walking in hate. And so we just were told to walk in love. And this is telling us not to walk as fools. So fools walk around with no love in their hearts. They don't know how to be kind to one another. They don't know how to uh, treat one another. So we have to be careful how we walk, uh, that we walk uh, that way that is pleasing to God. If we look at Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 and 14 says, Enter ye at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gay gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. And the uh, songwriter Bishop Ronald uh, E. Brown said, um, The downward road is crowded with unbelieving uh, souls. And so this is telling us that uh, the gate is uh, straight, and uh, that we have to walk a certain a way that pleases God. We have to live a certain uh, lifestyle. So when we enter into a place, we're traveling, and we have a destination uh, to make. And certainly we do want uh, heaven to be our final destination. And there was a movie that I saw um, some years ago. I think it was called The Road to Perdition. And certainly the road to, per to perdition is, is not... A good place to be and um, long story short um, if you if you do the wrong things in life sometimes those things will catch up with you so we have to be careful that um, we know we talked about sowing and reaping the other week uh, that whatever you sow you will reap and so we have to be careful that we are sowing the right seeds because we don't want to reap any negativity in our life and perhaps if we've done uh, the wrong things in life God is faithful and just to forgive us so we do have to you know there is repentance but we are told here to enter at the straight gate for why is the gate and broad is the way which leadeth to destruction uh, you can always get a crowd to do the wrong thing if you tell people okay okay listen let's let's all a group of us go to church a group of us let's go to prayer let's go to worship let's go to praise you might have a handful of people, but if you tell somebody, okay, let's do something recreational, let's go to the park, let's go to the mall, let's go to the movie, it's wrong with doing any of those things. But those are, are things that people would more uh, readily do than to do something Christ-centered, the, the world. So we have to have a balance in our life between the things of the world and the things of God, because we have to uh, set our affections on things that are 
of God. Isaiah chapter 35, uh, verse 8 through 10 says, And a highway shall be there, and a way, and a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those the wayfaring men. Though fools shall not err therein, no lion shall be there, nor any ravenous beast shall go there on. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there, and the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall not they shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. So uh, this is telling us that we should uh, commentator said it's a, a elevated road. It's different than uh, any other road, uh, a way of holiness. And certainly it's just a lifestyle. Uh, we have decided to separate ourselves from the things of the world, from, from the evils of the world, uh, from uh, the destruction of the world, because wh- all that is in the world is the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And certainly that cannot be found in this way. The Bible says fools err therein. And we already said that the fool has said in his heart that there is no God. And the, and the Ephesians told us to don't walk as fools. And so um, this is uh, the Bible uh, is ever revealing itself and it's saying things to us over and over in a way to make sure that we understand. And it, it's a safe way because it says no lion shall be there or any ravenous beast and shall be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And who are the redeemed? Those that have been washed in the blood, those that have confessed with their mouth and believed in their heart that Jesus Christ is their Savior, that he lived and died for our sins. The Bible declares, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, who he hath redeemed from the hands of the enemy. So if you, you've been redeemed, you should let somebody know, listen, I've been redeemed. From the hand of the enemy, I was I was on my way down the road to perdition, down the road of destruction. But Christ came into my life, and He made a difference in my life. So we need to be on that highway, a way of holiness. In the Roman world, um, there was something called the Via Sacra. What was that? It was the sacred road, and it was the uh, main road. Uh, through uh, Rome, and it was a wide road, and the road led to the Colosseum, which was a major attraction during that ancient Rome and in that time uh, period. And there was something special about this road. The road, it was actually covered, and the reason the roadway was covered, this big wide roadway leading to the Colosseum was covered to shield uh, people, uh, the travelers, Uh, from the rain. So we need to know that as we are walking with God and walking with Christ and uh, walking not as fools and redeeming our time and walking circumspectly, that know that God has us uh, covered. Know that he is there to protect us from the elements and from whatever goes on in our life. Know that God's protection is on your life. His hand is on your life. And uh, no matter what you're going through or what it looks like, that God is there. He'll never leave you or forsake you. He'll be with you in six troubles, and in seven shall no evil come nigh thee. 
Isaiah 43 and uh, 1 and 2 says, uh, When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. So this lets us know that sometimes we're going to have to go through the fire, we're going to have to go through the flood, we're going to have to go through the flame, but uh, it will not be our destruction. Uh, because he says, for I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia, and Seba for thee. So God is there for you no matter what the situation is at home, at work, at school, on the job, in your uh, finances, uh, in your health, that God is there as we go through. He goes through uh, with us, and we don't walk alone. And we know we can be reminded of that uh, famous uh, poem, Footprints, and uh, man so only got to a point in life where he only saw one set of footprints, and he thought that that's when God wasn't there, when his, when his life was uh, at its lowest point, and it was only one set of footprints there. But actually, those footprints weren't his footprints. They were God's footprints because God was carrying him uh, through the situation. So we have to remember that in this life, yes, we are walking, but we are walking uh, to our destiny. Uh, we are walking under a covered way, a road of uh, protection, and God is always there. And uh, when we walk, we have to remember that the Bible says his, his word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my fast. Uh, Psalms uh, 91 uh, tells us that we will tread upon the lion and the adder. So our feet have a job to do as we go in places, the, the adder, the snake, the lion. Uh, and we talked about no ravenous beast. And if you encounter uh, these uh, types of situations in life that are brutal or attacks or whatever, you just walk right through it, walk through it, walk over it, uh, and put the devil under your feet. The Bible says uh, to, when we, to put on the whole armor of God and to have our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And uh, God's word should be all over you. It should be uh, around you. Uh, you should uh, be reading the Bible and studying his word so that whatever you go through, you can just walk it out. And then the next position that uh, we are given here in Psalms 1 and 1, it talks about uh, standing. And uh, standing is totally different than walking because when you stand, it seems like you're not making any uh, progress. But sometimes in life, we do have to stand. Uh, Jeremiah chapter uh, 6 and verse uh, 16 tells us about uh, standing. And so it's great how this, this particular passage of Scripture uh, covers all aspects that we may go through in life. Six in Jeremiah 6 and 16 says, Thus said the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see and ask for the old path, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your soul. But they said, We will not walk therein. Uh, so this was a, a command uh, to the people to stand, and it says, stand ye in the ways. And it just lets us know that sometimes you will come to a crossroad in life, and you will not know which way to go. And I always talk about Robert Frost 
when I talk about this scripture and other scriptures, the road not taken, uh, there are always going to be two roads you can go down in life. You can go down the right road or the wrong road. And sometimes the roads uh, look the same and you are confused and you don't know which way to go. But if you stand there, stand and ask for the old path, where's the good way? If you stand there and ask God in prayer, if you seek God, if you seek wise counsel from people, if you seek seek godly advice from people, uh, you will know which direction to take. And God will never take you down the wrong road. That doesn't mean your road won't be bumpy. It don't doesn't mean that the road won't always be easy. But certainly, as I said, God has you covered just like that Roman road. Exodus chapter four, uh, 14 and verse uh, 13 says, And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptian whom you have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. And one wrong writer, songwriter just said that uh, forever is a long time. And certainly that is a long time. And uh, the scriptures here tell us to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And sometimes you get to a point in life where you can't go to the left, you can't go to the right, you can't go forward, you can't go sideways, you can't go backwards. You just cannot make a move. Why? Because God doesn't want you to make a move because God is making the move for you because <clears throat> these are things that happen to a blessed man, a blessed woman, a blessed boy, a blessed girl, uh, because God has you covered. He has uh, the, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. So God has ordered our steps. And then when we're not moving, we have to stand. Um, Acts chapter Acts chapter 1 and verse uh, we uh, see that as Jesus is about to uh, make his departure after being seen by men in Acts we find a situation here and uh, in verse 1 and verse 11 it says uh, verse 9 says, And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they stood steadfastly towards heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall come in like manner, as you have seen him go into heaven. These people here, they were standing, but uh, they weren't necessarily standing in the correct way because uh, it says that they were gazing. So we have to make sure uh, and they had got, they lost sight of Jesus. They lost sight of their situation. They lost sight of their hope. They lost sight of his promise of the Holy Ghost to come and comfort them after he left. So we have to make sure that we, when we are standing, we are standing not in a gaze, but we are standing uh, looking for Jesus in our current situation, not looking for the Jesus that left us. Because uh, if he uh, 
He said, if I go away, I will come again to you. And then he also said that he would leave us the comfort of the Holy Ghost. And finally, we see another uh, situation here in Psalms 1 and 1 uh, to 6. And if we look at Luke chapter 10, verse 38, we will see another situation uh, in the Bible. And we know that God is in everything and in every situation. So now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him unto, into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone? Bid her, therefore, that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. What was Mary doing? She was seated at the feet of Jesus. And many times in life, we need to stop um, we get busy doing this and doing that and everything, and we don't take the time to sit at the feet of Jesus. We don't take the time to give God our worship. We don't take the time to be good stewards, which is to give him our time, our talent, and our treasure. And we're busy thinking about uh, all the works that we can do in the natural. But it's not always about what we can do in the natural, but it's what we have to do in the spirit uh, realm. And the Bible also lets me know, lets us know that if we do the right thing, the Bible says that we are, are seated in heavenly places with Christ uh, Jesus. So all we have to do is do the right thing, uh, follow the right path, follow uh, God's uh, direction, follow his uh, law, his word, meditate on it day and night. And if we, if we looked at this standing and sitting and walking, two things that stuck out. Uh, with me is position and posture. Now, position by definition is a place where someone or something is located or has been put. It deals with uh, location. And posture and position are very closely uh, related in terms by definition. Uh, but if you look at posture, it can also talk about the position that you uh, place your body in. But it, a posture, by definition, can also mean your approach or attitude. So we have to make sure that when we are walking, when we are sitting, that we are, when we are standing, we are in the right uh, posture. Uh, the African proverb says that what an old man sees sitting, a young man cannot see standing. Why? Because perhaps you could be standing, but you don't have the right posture. If you're sitting, you might have the right posture. You might have the right insight. You might have the right foresight. You might uh, see, be able to see something prophetically because we walk by faith and not by sight. So we have to check our posture at all times and make sure that, listen, you may be sick. You may be in the hospital. That's your, your locale, your physical location. But your posture is that by his stripes, I am healed. You may be in, uh, uh, in uh, going through a situation that seems like uh, hell, but the Bible says that um, the fire 
will not kindle against you. So if you're in that situation, that heated situation, that fiery furnace, uh, that may be your physical location, but your posture is that I have heaven in my view. Your posture is that I'm seated in heavenly places. You may be positioned in a place of uh, no finance or little finance, but your posture is that the earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, and the world and they that dwell therein. The posture is that the cattle on a thousand hills belongs to God. Your posture is that your uh, father is rich. And certainly your posture is that he can do all things but fail. Your posture is that no good thing will he withhold from us if we walk upright. There goes that walking again. You have to just walk it out sometimes. It's just like, you know, you can wake up in the middle of the night and have a, a charley horse or a cramp, or, and it can be very debilitating, in it, and it can be scary, and you don't know what's going on. But how do you get rid of it? You just walk it out. So uh, I'll leave you with this as we uh, endeavor to live a blessed life, that we can walk it out, or we can sit it out, or we can stand it out. And um, the Bible tells us that blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. That is uh, something we could say there all day. Nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree. Planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So make sure that you're standing, you're seated, and you're walking with the right crowd and that you're uh, walking in the right direction and that you're walking with Christ, that you're standing with Christ. And certainly don't be entangled with the things of the world. Don't be entangled with corruption because um, the Bible says that the, the, the wicked, the ungodly, shall not stand in the congregation of the righteous. They're not so, but they get blown about. So we thank God for the word of God on today. We encourage you to live a blessed life. The Roberta Martin Singers, important in our African-American history, walk on by faith each day. I encourage you to walk on. We cannot see in the future.
faith each day. Our number here in studio, 619-924-0800. Thanks to all of our listeners. Uh, continue to listen in uh, with your host here, Reverend Lamar Townsend. Uh, to Global Gospel, shout out to all of our listeners, Marlin, D.C., uh, Deacon Norman, uh, to all of our listeners out there, Randy, Sal, God bless you. Uh, shout out to Minister Denise Stepney behind the mask ministry, Berkeley, California. This uh, next one, Oh Happy Day, this song uh, changed gospel music forever. The Edwin Hawkins singers, Walter Hawkins, Edwin Hawkins. Uh, it was a major turning point in history in the 60s for our gospel music. A song actually went mainstream. Oh, happy day. Is it a happy day for you? Oh, happy day. When Jesus walked. Oh, when he walked. When Jesus
we do have to remember as we go, um, as we come to the close of the hour, that as we go um, through the week and uh, go through our travels, um, that we have to take an attitude that uh, we, we, no matter what's going on, we're going to say, uh, you know, that we have uh, peace on the inside. We're going to take the posture of having peace no matter what's going on around us. As, as when that song was written, Oh Happy Day, in the 60s, there was a lot going on uh, in the world politically and socially in the uh, civil rights movement. Uh, but by faith, uh, this was song that was given uh, to them, and the song uh, literally uh, rocked the nation, rocked the world, changed things. So uh, certainly if we have, uh, we should always have a song in our heart, uh, a song in our mind, uh, and songs will help us get through the day and whatever uh, situation is going on in our life. So um, once again, uh, we want everyone to tell your friends, tell your family members to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. Uh, we are here every Saturday from uh, 1 p.m. on to 2 p.m. And it's archived. And all you have to do is go to our page and click on it. And we do thank God for all uh, the gospel uh, legends and musicians that have gone on before us that have uh, paved the way for us. A nation Figueroa uh, Cooper says, "Bless kinds of sum, kind of uh, sums it all up." And so uh, we are living a blessed life. And so we thank God for this song. Uh, stay tuned. See what I'm trying to say Blessed kind of sums it all up You see what I'm trying to say Blessed kind of sums it all up See, it's amazing to me that I'm still smiling It picks up the pieces so that I can say I'm home I can say I'm in love and peace but Sums it all up. All that I'm trying. 
thank you to all our listeners. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this another day. We thank you for the opportunity to share your word with you, with the people, God. We thank you for the uh, every listener, God, in the north, the south, the east, and west, God. God, you know what each and every one stands in the need of today, God. We pray that you meet their need, God. We thank, thank you that prayer can go places that we cannot go. A prayer can go into prisons. Prayer can go into hospital rooms, into sick rooms, God. Prayer can go into families and change lives and change situations, God. You said to uh, call on you in the day of trouble, and you would answer us. And, God, that's why we're calling on your holy and righteous name, knowing that you can do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think, God. Pray that those that are downhearted on today, that you lift their hearts, God. Pray that those that are discouraged, God, that you give them encouragement, God. Those that are, are, are uh, in poverty, God, that you bring them into the wealthy place, O oh God. That you move by your spirit, God, that you would destroy the yoke of bondage. That you would save, heal, deliver, and set free by your power divine. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Until next week. Remember that as we started out on today, Jesus will. This is your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and you are listening to, you have been listening to Global Gospel. Jesus will.